No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible. This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schapp. These days, when we think about the impact of injuries in sports, we often start with the impact on a team, real or fantasy. We focus on our interests. Do we focus too little on the impact on the athletes themselves, on their lives, their health, their mental health, their livelihoods? Dr. David Geyer is an orthopedic surgeon in Charleston, South Carolina. He writes frequently about sports injuries, and he is a frequent guest here on The Sporting Life. His columns appear in The Post and Courier in Charleston, and he says it is time to focus on the person who has suffered the injury. Dr. Geyer, thank you for joining us again. Hello, thank you for having me. So, you you know, um, most of the columns you write are about dealing with sports injuries, about the history of sports injuries, as in your book, That's Gotta Hurt, The Injuries That Change Sports Forever, which we've talked about in this show. Uh, But you wrote a column on this subject uh, recently, which which doesn't fall into the category of of treatment, um, but in terms of perspective, almost uh, medical ethics. Uh, What compelled you to write this column? Honestly, I was really concerned, you know, a number of events happened in a short period of time that sort of raised uh, sort of flag, red flags in my mind. You know, you had the Tua Tagovailoa injury, you had Zion Williamson going out, and by far the media reaction wasn't concerned for the athletes. It was, and, and not just the media reaction, the fan reaction on sports talk shows and, and you know, TV shows, the the overwhelming reaction was, how does this affect my team? When's he going to be back? How does this affect TV ratings or playoff seedings? It wasn't in either of their cases, what effect does this have, not just in the near future, but in both Tua and Zion's cases, is this going to shorten their career? Or in Tua's case, is he ever going to play again? And so I think that, and as an orthopedic surgeon, you know, I focus on um, this type of thing too and making sports safer, but I'm also a big sports fan and I find myself falling into those same traps. And I think we need to step back occasionally and think, all right, these guys are, are putting their bodies on the line for us. We do need to consider what toll this takes on them. We're speaking with Dr. David Geyer. He's an orthopedic surgeon in Charleston, South Carolina. He writes about sports injuries, and he has a column in the Post and Courier in Charleston. But is, isn't it just natural, uh, Dr. Geyer, that, that people are going to focus? I mean, we know about these athletes because they play for our teams, because we care about the outcomes of the games. Uh, playing devil's advocate isn't just natural that that's what we would focus on when they get hurt? Yeah, I think that there's absolutely a natural uh, tendency to do that. I think that the the thing is, is that we need to Think of it in, in a bigger picture when, you know, we, we say that as, as fans and as proponents of the athletes, we do care about their health. And so when the leagues take steps in theory to protect their health, whether it's uh, sh- trying to shorten the season like the NBA has supposedly tried to do or you adopt rules like targeting rules uh, in the NFL, that as fans and as, as owners and GMs of, of the teams, they need to consider this too, that, that it, it really is done with the aim of protecting the players and not just an appearance of protecting the players. I think that's been some of my concerns with, say, the, this load management and shortening the NBA season, which really hasn't done that. And, you know, I think we've got to step back and realize the wear and tear on these guys. And yes, it's going to be inconvenient for us. Yes, we may not always get to see our favorite players. And myself as a 
fan that's disappointing, but I, I, we have to understand that if we want them to play for 10, 20 years, uh, we're going to have to take steps to protect their health. You know, when you think about um, athletes and health right now, and of course we're in the college bowl season, it's hard not to come back to CTE um, and think about head trauma in football, but not just in football, also in other sports, concussion sports such as soccer and hockey and lacrosse. When you watch games and you see guys um, get hurt and they head to the sideline and a trainer looks at them and it's like, all right, go on, get back in there. Um, you know, the, the protocols that are being followed – that we see even at the top levels of sport, Division One football, the NFL, th- does it seem like uh, the message is getting through that the health of the athlete is paramount, not who's going to win the game? We're getting better. I, I will say that it's light years over uh, where we were 10 and 20 years ago. The awareness uh, – not just of the athletes, but the coaches and and the medical staff, the athletic trainers and doctors, is much greater, and we're doing a better job. I think we can always, always do a better job. I mean, we've seen examples. Soccer is notorious for this. There were multiple evidence or examples in the World Cup, and we see it in the English Premier League where guys – suffer obvious concussions and they're back on the field a few minutes later and then we find out days later they don't even remember the game. Uh, you know, there's examples of that in, in multiple sports and so we clearly need to do a better job, but I think we are getting there. I think the message is getting out there. And, and again, it, it, I should also point out, it's not just the doctors, it's not just the, the coaches and, and even the fans. Players have to understand that this is a serious thing. We know that players will hide symptoms of concussions and, and brain injuries injuries to stay in the game. They don't want to let their team and their fans down. And so we're getting better, but we still have a long way to go. We're speaking with Dr. David Geyer, he's an orthopedic surgeon in Charleston, South Carolina. What do you think it says about um, about our society now that we can watch athletes get hurt and instead of considering you know, what the impact is going to be on their long-term health or on their long-term career prospects, it's about what the seeding is going to be in the college football playoff or, in, or, or, or what the line is going to be for this basketball game. It, it, you know, I, um, in terms of what that says about the way we think about our fellow human beings – what do you what do you where do you think we stand? Yeah, I mean it's really tricky. I mean uh, it's as you mentioned, we're, it's only natural for us as fans to to care about our teams winning and doing well. Um, I, I think there's a little bit of a short term uh, win now and experience the gain of everything now, rather than when we watch sports thinking of the long term potential. And I, I look at you know Zion Williamson, and I'm not a Pelicans fan, but if I was. You know, obviously, I'd be disappointed if he's playing, but I think then if you step back and again without knowing more because I'm not involved in his care, but knowing that that meniscus is a shock absorber in the knee and this guy's 280 pounds and one of the most powerful explosive players we've ever seen, we want him to play past 30. And so if that means even he misses this entire season, I think that's what you do to preserve his career. So I think it says a lot of us as a fan if we focus too much on the short term and not long term, because not only does it help the athletes if they're healthy long term, there's no question it helps the teams and the leagues. We know that there are ethics and there are morals and there's a Hippocratic oath in the field of medicine. Should there be for fans? And if there was, what would it entail? Well, I mean, can there be a moral justification for watching some of these sports, which can result in devastating injuries? 
that's a really interesting way to look at it. You know, I don't know that there's any way to necessarily say, all right, you know, you've got to think about this when you're watching. I mean, just look at, at the the uh, resurgence of boxing and the the popularity of of mixed martial arts in the UFC, where the entire goals of the sport is to inflict loss of consciousness, basically create brain damage. That's the goal of the sport of any one uh, bout. And so, um, how you know, can we sort of uh, resolve ourselves or, or accept ourselves knowing that we're enjoying a sport where the goal is to inflict potentially long-term damage on somebody. That That's really something that I think each individual fan is going to have to come to grips with. I know I will tell you seeing uh, patients, I have a lot of young athletes, high school football players, and I get moms and dads who tell me that it's getting harder and harder to let their kids play Um, not just because of the risk to their kids, that's a big part of it, but they worry about what this is doing to all kids. And so I think you're getting a a sort of a consciousness uh, question being asked of, do you let your kids participate? And and these adult athletes play these sports, but then on a second level, like you say, you know, should we even be watching them? And, And I'm not trying to criticize people that are fans of these sports. These are just things that we have to think about. Dr. David Geyer is an orthopedic surgeon based in Charleston, South Carolina. His most recent book is That's Gotta Hurt, The Injuries That Change Sports Forever. He writes frequently for the Post and Courier in Charleston, and he's on The Sporting Life as a regular guest. Dr. Geyer, thank you for uh, for writing this column and uh, sparking our discussion about these issues. Thank you so much for having me and, and for letting us discuss this. I'm Jeremy Schapp, and you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time.